This is the PowerShell Podcast, the podcast for PowerShell and the PowerShell community. You might just learn something. I think you'll enjoy it. The PowerShell Podcast is a PDQ production, making device management simple, secure, and pretty damn quick. And now, here's your hosts, Jordan Hammond and Andrew Plaw. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the PowerShell Podcast. I'm host Jordan Hammond with Ultra Mega Superstar, Andrew Plaw. Dang, he I like the intro. To, he continued to carry this thing with his excellence while I am here. And contributing equally, yes. <laughs> we got this. Jordan? This episode's dropping the first day of Summit. It is. Wow. We're probably really busy right now. Yeah, we're probably busy. If, if you send us a message, we're going to be slow getting to you. Uh, with that being said, if you are listening on, on Monday when it drops... Every night we do a recap blog of things we experienced in classes we attended. If that interests you, you want to see that as well as we're going to be shooting. If we can, if people are available, hopefully some live episodes where we actually are face to face with the person instead of over the internet. Wow. That energy will be electric. Can't wait to see those. Unlike now where I'm very deadpan. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be good. Keep track. We'll be on Twitter at PowerShell Pod, at DevOps Jordan, at Andrew Plot Tech, posting some things. Maybe we'll have some uh, photos thrown in there, maybe some play by play analysis. And then, like Jordan said, at the end of the day, we do a recap of what happened. Um, we'll keep you in the loop. Now, in other news, those that listened this Monday were we got a special treat, and that's chipmunk mode of our podcast. Things were going very fast. Yeah, if you are a fast audio listener, meaning like you listened right as soon as we dropped it, you were lucky to hear us in rare form. Um, we were chipmunks. Alvin and the chipmunks talk power show. Yeah, we got that corrected pretty quickly, but uh, replicating back the correction took some time. It took over a day for Google. I'm happy about it, to be honest. I'm <laughs> I'm all in for the occasional... Easter egg of life where it's like, oh, whoops. Well, here's a happy little accident. Um, Cause I was, you were in the meeting with me. We were in a meeting and you know, my mic wasn't muted and I was just like listening to someone else talk. And then I clicked play on this cause someone posted in discord and told me that it was sped up and I heard it and I heard us sounding like Alvin the Chipmunks and I died laughing in the middle of a meeting, disrupted everything, felt bad, but. I think it's common for people to listen on 2X. I know that discussion came up a lot in, in forums based on the chipmunk, but I, I think even this was beyond, I think this took it to a new level. Yeah, it did. And it was a weird type of speed up where it like really pitched us up. I mean, <laughs> I thought I had some base in my voice. I mean, I know I'm not that deep a voice, but come on. All right. Now who, who wrote stuff this week? Oh, who wrote stuff? Well, first of all, I'd love to give a great shout out to our friend, David Richmond, who has posted a new blog. He started a PowerShell blog. He has an awesome blog post about MS Graph and paging um, where he goes through it and definitely recommend checking that out and look forward to more blog posts from him. Now, we also have, Jordan, another fantastic blog post by another friend of the podcast. Emil Larson has a cool new module uh, about and blog post accompanying it about analyzing your Linux system using PowerShell. That's pretty cool. Check out the uh, Linux info module, install module Linux info, and, and check it out if you're on Linux and want to get some stuff. 
right, now, now for some facts. No one cares about us, Andrew. They're here for the guest. And today we've got a true rock star. Someone who I believe won the scholarship or one of the scholarship winners for the on-ramp at Summit this year. And uh, Master Chef, if, if, I could, if I may be so bold. For sure. All right, uh, Drew, Drew McClellan. There you are. Hey, thanks for having me. We're fortunate. We normally get people after they've already moved mountains and, and accomplished amazing things. And, and you have as well, but we are very fortunate to get you before you're famous. Before oh. the whole world already knows about how amazing you are, because we know how awesome you are. Um, but super awesome to have you here, Drew. I know we've been friends for a while, uh, but really happy to have you on the podcast. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to be on it. It's a little surreal. Um, always uh, enjoyed the podcast, all things PowerShell. So again, thanks. I'm I'm looking forward to in the future. I'm going to point this out. It's like it's going to be my hipster moment. It's like we knew Drew before he was a superstar. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> well, you seem to know that you know to, to grow in life, you got to do things a little bit, and you seem to be pretty good at doing that next thing. So. Kudos to you. It's not always easy, but it's awesome to see you doing your thing. Thanks. It's fun learning. That's the best part about IT, I think. Just always something new, something different. Monday is definitely different than Friday. You're right about that. And you, Jordan mentioned you're a master chef. So uh, where does that come Definitely from? don't have that title. So that, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I guess that's actually some, a thing, right? Pretty, yeah. yeah, like I definitely don't have that title. So just to be you, clear. Gave, you gave me a breakdown of my spam Wellington. And first of all, you were very kind. But also, it was clear you knew you knew your cooking. Where well, spam aside. Spam, so, yeah, spam yeah. aside. That was a good dish. It was. You, have, you, got, you got good techniques, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan loves it when we talk about food on the podcast. It's always my favorite. Mm. Well, you guys cooked anything recently? No. Uh, Korean no. barbecue. I went out, got all you can eat. We yeah. did a fake cooking show called Terabytes. Oh, this video yeah. out there where we made appetizers for the Super Bowl. I think I made mini sliders. Mm. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. I'll have to check it out. But so you had a history in food before transitioning into IT. Yeah, so I used to work in food service um, for over a decade. I mean, I was wondering what the school for, but um, and then COVID happened, so uh, I made a bit of a transition. Still a little surreal. I still feel like I have nightmares of uh, nothing wrong with working in food service, but uh, it's just now being in IT. It's uh, it's hard to uh, imagine being anywhere else. So, if only it, I was here does, sooner. It does feel like a, a different level of stress. Like as as a as a chef, like it's high stress while you're there but then you could probably leave it behind when you leave or with it that, that can follow you home oh big time yeah that was that was really nice i, I think m most jobs probably don't have that as leaving at the door whereas you know unless you were like the you know the exec or the the owner of the company where it maybe came home with you a little more often yeah it uh it tends to tends to follow you sometimes uh after hour stuff that'll always be a thing but that's okay in my book i like thinking about it they're big problems. They take big brains. <laughs> <laughs> Just complimenting everyone in IT there. Um, so you got into PowerShell, kind of, you mentioned in 2020 when things changed, or got into IT rather. How did getting into IT lead you to PowerShell? Like where in IT did you get started? Um, so where, where in, uh, I first started in IT, um, just kind of doing support and then also kind of, um, 
doing a little bit of drafting and design uh, for uh, electrical and uh, technology drawings. So um, a little bit more on the IT heavy side, uh, again, during COVID. So there's a lot of support um, for people at home uh, while they were working from home. And I was kind of watching and making sure all the hardware was uh, in its place, uh, as well as dealing with just, you know, general work from home issues that hadn't been a thing um, with the company that I'm with currently. Um, and then as far as getting into PowerShell, um, I really wanted a way to access um, information when people had issues like what version is that uh, their you know operating system on? How can I see what their network card is? Stuff like that. So that's when I was kind of introduced to PowerShell and SIM and uh, accessing registry keys. And then from there, it kind of just kind of sealed the deal on how awesome PowerShell was. And then I, I found, ultimately found this podcast and I just kind of been running with it ever since. Uh, I feel like I might be the guy that uh, just doesn't shut up about PowerShell at work uh, and at home. It's cool. You're about to be in a group of 400 or 250 some odd people that agree with you that you should never shut up about PowerShell. <laughs> well, I just hope I won't be the squeaky wheel that's like, ah, oh, you know, enough already, guy with the questions. <laughs> now you're at the right place. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. But so I'm, I'm just interested because you're newer to it. And I'm always curious about the experience for people getting into PowerShell. Uh, it's obviously pretty popular, especially in the Windows world. So it sounds like you were trying to look up stuff and some answers kind of told you, hey, PowerShell is a good, good way to do that. And you started using it that way. It's mm -hmm. uh, good to know. I got a question though. Along the way, what were some of the hangups or things that you ran into that were maybe frustrating or challenging and maybe held you up for a little bit? Um, well, I, I feel like not asking for help sooner would probably be the biggest one, just because I, I feel like that's echoed quite often. The community is so great. And, uh, you know, I'll just echo it as always that um, it, it's the, whether it's discord or in a form of any sort, um, everyone's always so willing to help. So instead of bashing your head on it for two hours, you know, give it a shot, you know, have done your homework, but um, just ask a little bit sooner. I feel like that's always my biggest pitfall. I don't want to, be, you know, I, I feel like I might burden somebody else, but just ask more than happy to help. That's some great advice. That's the type of thing where, you know, hearing that advice. Oh yes. It sounds true to our ears, but actually being able to implement it and live it out is what you kind of have to do to grow and do things like that. So it's awesome to, to hear you doing your thing. We're, we're, you, you dove into it, you found PowerShell. You, you did eventually reach out to the community, which is awesome. It's, it's always the first step. But now you're going to the on-ramp at Summit, which is you basically you know, spend a week with Jeff Hicks learning awesome things. That seems like a, a pretty great time to me. Is that something you're excited for? Or? Uh, yeah, it's still like I remember exactly where I was when I saw the email. Um, so it's still still settling in, honestly. But I'm super excited, you know, get a, a Vulcan mind meld going on with uh, getting some knowledge. So I'll do my best absorbing. I'm sure it'll be pretty overwhelming. But uh, um, yeah, I, I couldn't be more excited. I'll, I'll be curious too if you're open for uh, talking to you after to see if our expectation going in has been met or exceeded. I won't even even throw it out there that it will be below what you're hoping because it's going to be awesome. I bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of already thinking like, man, I can't wait for uh, you know the you know the privilege to to be in the honorant program and uh, a scholarship recipient, but also go back next year in full to get the uh, full experience too. Or, or I should say the other side. It's fair. I have a question. What are your expectations from your career? Like, what are you kind of hoping to get out of it? Just a job? Maybe some enjoyment no. along the way? Or uh, No, well, I, I just, um, 
IT is kind of funny. It's uh, I never really thought of myself as like a a learner. Um, it just seems to like maybe unlock something in me. IT, uh, you know, food service you kind of left at the door. You could do stuff at home, but uh, for me, I find that IT. I do a lot of stuff at home, um, after hours, um, you know, little in between the lulls uh, while working, um, just to kind of bring something to our attention so we could do a little bit better, maybe. Um, so I just I think it's uh, something that I could see myself in as a permanent career for sure. Honestly, I don't think I could go back. Um, I still love cooking at home, and I think I cook more at home more than I ever did uh, when I was working at food service. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I, I started as IT support and uh, I, I'm now a, a system administrator and I, I just, you know, I keep learning and networking uh, is, is very interesting to me. And I'm still kind of learning that from a very basic level. But, um, you know, cybersecurity, I went to FutureCon. That's super exciting. Maybe I'll end up in cybersecurity when I'm older. Maybe I'll be a system administrator forever. Who knows? There's a lot of opportunities to sidestep and Maybe not sidestep, but just always go up. Just something new to check, yeah. uh, check the out. Transition, the transition from help desk to sysadmin was such a big deal. At least for me, it was. It's it's really an awesome achievement. So congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a fun journey. So I, I, hope, uh, I hope I get to keep doing it. It's, in my opinion, a bit easier to learn as a sysadmin, too. A lot of times you're given more projects and you can kind of dig your heels in and there's not quite so many tickets, maybe if you're lucky. Less time on the phone, which is a big one. That one can be a big draw. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely frees you up a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I, I like how you said you already have like a whole bunch of things. I'm interested in all these. We'll see where it goes. So you're not locking into a certain path. You're you're just trying all this IT stuff. Find yeah, out what you like best. I, yeah, I like it that. Just, it just keeps changing every time. So like I said, as uh, when I first started, it just, uh, I was like, well, I don't think, you know, I really like doing what I do. And that, but what about system administrator? It's like, well, that sounds fun. Interesting. So I'm sure it'll change. Yeah. As they do. And, you know, I found that for me, it's very helpful to when I'm passionate and interested about something, explore it, learn about it, take advantage of those, uh, inherent desire to learn. And maybe you don't have to learn it fully, but, especially earlier in the career and as things keep changing, painting that large picture of like, hey, here's what IT at large can be. Oh, it incorporates security and it incorporates interactions and automation and so on and so forth. And um, learning new things is the best way to pave that pathway. For sure. Well, speaking of IT and stuff, like how did you guys kind of get into um, it as a career? Did you guys have any other, you know, did you also work somewhere else prior that wasn't related to IT or has this always been your guys' track? So every step along my career, there is a similar story, and it is my brother made me. So I was I was working in a warehouse for a vending machine company, and I wasn't I didn't have a lot of motivation. I'm a, I, people think I'm joking when I say I'm lazy. I'm a very lazy person. And then my brother said, "Well, I'm going to college, so you have to." And so he got me in to talk to some enrollment person. I ended up going to college for computer networking, which is something I've actually never used in my, in my career. Uh, and then after that, I believe I graduated college in 2008, right with the economy collapse. So I did not work in IT right out of college. Uh, but my first job came because I bombed my interview and my brother said, ignore that, hire him. And they like my, everyone likes my brother and that got me the job. And then he told me to learn PowerShell because it helped you stand out. And so I listened to him again. But my entire IT career has been, 
I listen to what my older brother tells me and it has always paid off. Cool. Yeah. For me, I was, I played video games as a kid, but I was never super into, you know, programming or anything like, like that as a kid. But, uh, eventually my wife was pregnant and I was like, what career should I get business? Just do some business stuff. I was like, Oh no, that could be a little bit boring for me. Oh, IT is a way that you can get started, like you said, in help desk and work your way up. If you prove you're competent as you learn new skills and there's a way to verify that you've learned skills either by showing it publicly or getting certifications and things like that. And I was like, okay, this meets my immediate need and who knows how cool it could be in the future. Um, And so I did it and I got started in IT as help desk. Actually, I got an internship and I was able to work really hard there and leverage that into a full-time position and then I left shortly after and got a sysadmin role and have been kind of growing up since then. But yeah, I, I really enjoy IT because they're, like you mentioned, there's so many different directions you can go. The stuff I'm doing right now isn't really re- directly related to different parts of IT, but you can transfer a lot of those skills and just having a general good approach to communication, to troubleshooting, to that type of stuff can get you a long way. Um, so yeah, I love IT. I, I like I like where Andrew's at just because it's he still gets to be one foot in on the IT side of things, but he gets to focus on helping people grow, which is clearly his passion. If you ever talk to him, it's that's his go-to. So I feel like he's he he's uh, he's into something that really hits his wheelhouse. That's that's outside perspective anyway. Thanks, gotcha. I really do. It's it's there's nothing as soon as I realize like because I've gone through the whole you know, really enjoying the technical side of things. And I still do. I still geek out on things all the time. But to me, it's so much more impactful to empower someone else to do those exact same things and to maybe create, make it easier for them in the future kind of thing. I really like that. Um, that that's a fun kind of transition. And I think that, Drew, you've kind of gone through that transition transition yourself from being someone who is just learning everything to taking the next step. And hey, I've learned some things now. Let me teach you some of those things. Um, and I know that you started a blog. Uh, how has that been? When did you think that like, hey, I'm learning all this stuff. Let me write about it on the internet. What made you think that was a good idea? Uh, well, um, I just thought it'd be kind of fun. Like, I, you know, I never had a website of my own before. So start with Wix. Um, I'm kind of building one up through HTML um, just for fun as well. That uh, will be my own web page uh, to get off of Wix eventually. But I just thought it'd be fun to share. And uh, also to, like like most, I think, say that it, it's your little personal knowledge base at times too, to go back and reference. Um, and I think uh, if you feel like uh, just because it um, may have been posted or you think maybe somebody already had that issue, just do it anyway. Just do it for yourself. I feel like the best way to retain the knowledge is just to regurgitate it again, whether it's out loud or in OneNote or on a blog post. Completely correct. Um, <laughs> these things are just true. Well, can I ask uh, you guys, like, what were some of your guys' entry, not from IT, but as far as PowerShell, like, where did you guys first get started in that? It's always interesting to hear, like, the cornerstone. Forgive me if you guys have already touched on it. Oh, no, I said, I said we talking about it. Mine was uh, Exchange. I was starting to backfill our Exchange admin, and just PowerShell was needed more and more. And honestly, for the first couple of years, me doing PowerShell, the companies that didn't understand the full value. So mostly what I was doing was querying AD to pull certain reports for them, and it didn't go much past that. Uh, but it gave me a good baseline on how to 
right, right. The basics. And then at the next job, I was able to really just start doing all kinds of stuff with PowerShell. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so for me, I was working as a sysadmin and I'd ran into it a handful of times and just Googling something like, oh, hey, run this command to do this. Uh, okay, that's simple. Then one time I had to do something with AD and there was select object and calculated properties and I was so lost. I was like, what is going on? What do these commands do? And aliases too, by the way. So, you know, I was way out there. Um, and I was like, I need to learn this. And so I started dabbling a little bit. And at the time, hmm, PDQ, which is who puts on this podcast and where Jordan and I work, had some content on PowerShell and Jordan was doing it. There was uh, blogs, there was webcasts and stuff like that. And to me, it was really tickling my fancy of like, yo, this is some cool technical stuff. And there are other people who are into it also. I mean, I think Jordan had a silly little, I mean, I shouldn't say silly, but it's kind of silly little blog post about using the discord api to like play a hipster playlist just like Sp I was like, spotify wow. yeah spotify yeah <laughs> it was like wow this is cool like powershell can kind of do a lot of things i, I started trolling my coworkers who are in it by playing music files on their computer and okay <laughs> cool then one day and this is where my path kind of is similar to yours in some ways despite us sharing a first name <laughs> i think yeah <laughs> um is I ran across a Don Jones tweet and he's like, hello, everybody, something, something. If you want to apply for the scholarship to PowerShell Summit 2018, let us know a little bit about you, fill this thing out. And I saw it and I was like, yo, I got to do this. I have to. I told my wife, I was like, okay, get a babysitter. I need a second opinion on what I'm going to write. I can't mess this up. <laughs> so I did all that um, and was just like he was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship. And uh, for me and at most companies, I think it can be hard to get funding to go across the country. Um, from Florida to Seattle is quite the flight. So for me, it was a really life-changing conference. And I've been embracing trying to grow and take advantage of the opportunity and the fact that I'm now in PowerShell and you know leveraging the skills that I've learned at work in the best way, trying to take the lessons of, of you know, like you've mentioned earlier, about understanding that teaching people is the best way to learn, like really taking those to heart and trying to proceed through my PowerShell career in that way. And here we are today talking to you. You know, it's it's really trippy uh, for me at least because I'm like, dang, dude, I still remember when I got that. I remember how I felt. I remember mm -hmm. when I first went there and I was so shy to see Jeff Hicks and everyone and I could barely muster words. I felt like such an outsider, like everyone else was just maybe uh, more capable than me. And I just would never get there. When in truth, now that I've kind of lived it, all you have to do is just keep taking that next step. And it's taken me a long time to get some of the skills I've had and to get to kind of where I am, but one small step at a time is how I did it. And it's I have to support and I have to commend anytime I see anyone doing their version of their next step. Um, and I've seen you do a bunch of those and it's awesome to see. And just factually, if you do things in the right way, directionally correct, as I sometimes say, you're going to end up in a directionally correct spot. And I'm super excited, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, to see where you're going to end up, because um, all things point to positivity, from my perspective. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, I'd also like to kind of echo what you said there, uh, Andrew, um, reading about your blog that kind of rounded up um, uh, your on-ramp experience. And when you went, uh, as well as uh, Adam uh, B's uh, blog post about just going to conferences in general, um, I'd like to pose to uh, Jordan and Andrew, what are some, uh, like, a few underutilized opportunities um, that people shouldn't miss out when they're at Summit? So this is one we've touched on a couple of times, and there is a 
unofficial hallway track where sometimes between sessions or during sessions, there's just a whole bunch of, I'll be honest, it's your idols standing in a hallway talking PowerShell and to sit in. And I, I don't even think I contributed. I just starstruck to be in the hallway track, but it's to me, the most unforgettable part of summit is just the chance to where you just have genuine conversations with people who, Oh, I've read all your stuff. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you took my answer, Jordan. That's kind of my answer. <laughs> um, but the hallway track is great. I think also just conducting yourself in a way where you're trying to make conversations. Uh, PowerShell Summit is one of those places where it's safe to meet new people and talk to them. It's not like a kind of weird situation where it's kind of rude if you go up to somebody and say hello or introduce yourself. Um, and if you're in that type of environment, embrace it. Uh, some of my favorite takeaways from each summit are new friends new relationships. Sometimes they help me in PowerShell ways where, hey, I now know the expert of this module and if I have a little idea, I can reach out to them. Uh, all That's the way true. down to, hey, I have a friend now that you know we understand each other's career and can offer advice to each other and all kinds of different cool stuff. Nice. But I'm nervous, dude. Are you a little bit nervous? Yeah, I'm a lot nervous. So I guess uh, maybe how did you handle yourself and how would you push yourself and how have you pushed yourself to get those skills that you were talking about that uh, took a little bit to acquire uh, for those uh, rather green. So for can me, I give my outsider perspective on Andrew? Cause on, when you were the on-ramp recipient, you mentioned that you were nervous and try to talk to people, but you gave a lightning demo. You were out at all the events. I stumbled across a bar you're hanging out where you'd made a dozen new friends where you invited me in. I believe there's a picture in your blog on it where oh, I'm yeah. clearly drunk. Yeah. So <laughs> your your version of nervous and not taking part is I'm shocked to hear that because you were everywhere when you were the on-ramp. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I really tried to take advantage of the opportunity. I have a hard time personally, like seeing an opportunity and then not taking full advantage because just, you never know with life, you know, you got to try and live in the moment sometimes. At least that's what I've kind of experienced and found to be true. Um, but it's, I don't regret any of it. Each time I would take a chance because to me, it was a nervous kind of risk. I was kind of taking a chance. What if they were mean to me? What if they rejected me? Because I don't know crap about PowerShell compared to them. Um, each time I would take that chance, I was fortunate enough to be in a community where people were awesome to me and welcoming. And, oh, Andrew, you don't know what classes are? No, they explained it to me and tried to make things easier. Like it wasn't a, an exclusionary type situation. So I was very fortunate to get positive reinforcement, which makes me want to do it more and more and more. And then I had all these friends and everyone was good because, yeah, I don't know. That's just the way that people work. So definitely take those chances, try and say things. If you see me at Summit and you're a little bit nervous, whatever, I'm just like you. You know, if you're listening to my voice right now, <laughs> reach out. I'm happy to talk to you. I'm happy to introduce you to people. Like Jordan said, I love connecting people. And I know that right now we're talking about this in the context of Summit, but just in general, even if outside of Summit, if someone's listening to this and like, oh, I need to know somebody or I'd like to meet somebody or whatever, feel free to hit me up. I love connecting people. One of my favorite things to do. So Jordan mentioned that I did that lightning talk. For me, that was like an example of a really small step, right? Can I do a 10-minute demonstration just showing one little command that I worked on? Um, now, each of those, like writing that command was a bunch of small challenges for me too because I had to like contribute it to GitHub and stuff. And for me, that was challenging. But um, 
what are you going to do? You have any challenges for yourself this week or anything like along that? Yeah, I think some of my goals were, well, other than just trying to absorb as much, you know, knowledge as humanly possible while there um, is just to um, much kind of like the, uh, the summit handbook was kind of saying, you know, just like try to shake a couple hands, introduce yourself, just kind of get out there and uh, try to meet some acquaintances and make those friends. It's a great way to go about it, man. And when you see someone doing that, you're showing to all the other people who are maybe an on-ramp or who are maybe newer and not as comfortable that, oh, hey, I can conduct myself in that way. It is safe. It is okay. So awesome, man. Great and if the, one thing we learned when we talked to Don Jones is it doesn't matter how long someone's been there. There comes a point where they're going to be looking to hand off the torch to the next next group of people. So anyone that shows interest and is engaged they're going to be more than happy to bring in more and more because eventually they're going to want to step back and they're going to need, uh, they're going to need Drew to take their place. <laughs> How about that? But <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's also, you know, a lot of us, if you're passionate about something, you'd like talking about it. If you've spent a lot of effort invested in solving a problem, you'd probably like kind of helping someone else with that. And also kind of for your brain, it feels good to kind of go back sometimes. Um, for sure. But yeah, man, summit should be fun. And, but I think a lot of what we're saying generally applies to the PowerShell community at large because they're all chill. They're all super cool, welcoming, friendly, give good feedback. I say all, but all that I experience. I, I do wonder if I ever run into like a bad experience, if that's just going to really stick out to me just because it's so outside of the normal. Well, I mean, dude, the truth is, is miscommunications happen so often that it's just going to happen with humans. Like one person is going to say something when they mean something else or cultural differences or mistakes. You know, I know that for me, sometimes I'll post, I'll type a message to, you know, anybody at work kind of thing. And I'll be super busy and I'll be like, wait, I probably should have added more context to that message and added a couple, like maybe another sentence or two to kind of add some clarity. Um, because with humans, it can be kind of stressful if you give just like errant messages without context. Um, but, you know, I'm not trying to conduct myself in a bad way. It's just sometimes I'm not fully thinking about the way things are perceived. Sorry, that was <laughs> what I've been going with lately. Well, I got to ask, so you guys have been before a couple of times. Uh, what are some, you know, everybody eats. What are some good places the, down there to eat? There is a dim sum place that is always packed that if you can get in there one evening, I would highly recommend it. The first time I was at Summit, I went there three times and every time was amazing. I'll, I'll look cool. up, I'll try to find the exact name of it, but I, I'm I'm upset that last year I didn't go. Gotcha. Well, sounds like a good one. It's. I mean, I'm looking to go to some place with you, man. You know where the real stuff is. I, I just go. I'm, I'm frankly happy to eat anywhere. <laughs> catered food's pretty good too, so we chill. Nice. I, I will say, last year, I don't remember the restaurant, but the executive at PDQ, like all the executives there, meeting up, and we, they had us come by and just visit with for that meal, and I fell asleep at the table in the restaurant. Oh my gosh! Yes, oh. I, I was so exhausted by the summit. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I remember that, dude. <laughs> we walked all across Seattle to go to a dinner, and there were some scheduling issues or whatever. So we went to the wrong place and had to come there later or something like that, I believe, Jordan. And uh, yeah, 
I I didn't know what to do because I hadn't met all these people before. And Jordan had because he kind of works in the office. I work remote. And I was just like at dinner with a lot of people who like a lot of people in a loud restaurant. So I'm like kind of overstimulated a little bit already. And Jordan is like nodding off. And I'm like, Jordan, like <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> you can't be sleeping at the table. And I'm just like making small talk, like trying to be like, make us look good, dude. Make us look good so we can come next year, please. That's how you put your uh, your best foot forward with the the people that sign your paychecks. <laughs> no, but man, that's because you give it all to the podcast and you give it all to the conference. There's nothing left, man. This is what passion and energy is. That's why we're the number one weekly PowerShell podcast. Can we start <laughs> saying that more often? <laughs> Please. It's true. Can, can we add some more qualifiers? <laughs> uh, the, the number one weekly PowerShell podcast based in Salt Lake slash Florida. <laughs> the top 150 technology podcast in Singapore as of last week for three days. It's the PowerShell podcast. <laughs> uh, well, no, speaking of end of uh, con, will you guys be participating or uh, will you guys have to take off for um, the uh, the little docs? I think instead of the Iron Scripter, maybe it was the they're doing a, like a dockathon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm docking up for that. Yep. I'll yeah. be there. So yeah. We're still there. Yeah. Last time when it was Iron Scripter, I was trying to get uh, quotes and trash talk going and everyone was so focused. I couldn't get anyone to get the only person that actually trash talked was uh, Grody. Cause he's so good. He can handle like working really hard. Like for me, they're like iron script. I'm like, okay, uh, let me go get the documentation from Microsoft uh, and go ahead and check. Oh wait, do we have the GitHub repository? Wait, can someone send me the invite? Oh, I gave you the wrong email. Oh wait, hold on. Let me get logged in. Two-factor authentication. Distracted. Jordan asked me a question. Uh, oh wait, I'm supposed to be doing this and I'm helping someone while I'm doing it. Like, oh, hey, Andrew, he's been here for a couple of years. Help so-and-so. And I'm just, you know, before these podcasts, before we hit record, I'm running around, getting water, refilling, going to the bathroom. I was 20 times worse that during Iron Scripter um, this most recent year, I believe. Gotcha. So thanks, Jordan, for that extra pressure. <laughs> well, well, don't worry. You ignored me thoroughly. I didn't get anything out of you. Uh, Kevin Marquette, I believe, is uh, he, he didn't just tell me to go away, and he actually gave me a quote I could use in the, in the, in the write-up, but yeah, only, only Grody embraced the trash talk of a competition. And I believe he won. I think there's a lesson in there for all future attendees. True. You mentioned how important it is to ask questions. That's pretty true. Jordan, you agree with that? Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. So my little, you don't have to accept my challenge, Drew. But I would challenge <laughs> you that if you're feeling like you got some questions at the presentations or whatever... Ask those questions. And I'd like to extend this challenge to anyone listening in any capacity related to PowerShell. If you're checking something out and have a question, ask publicly. Get some other people's answers answered because other people maybe have the same question as you. Uh, so get involved and take that because I need that reminder too, man. I need it too. I constantly am reminding myself of all these things that you know we say on the podcast regularly. It's like um, conditioning myself to to be better in that way. Yeah, I think in my step up to, to try to take more part, at least in the social side of things, is I did click yes to I'm free to be a buddy 
for the on-ramp they have they have that where it's so people on the on-ramp that are new to everything don't have to worry so much about the introductions there's someone to help ease all that transition and, and take part in that and every other year i've been a, a very firm and clear no because i don't i don't socialize but that, that was my big step after i didn't get any talks accepted i'm like well at least i can do this that's that's my i'm trying that cool maybe you'll be my buddy then maybe you'll be somebody else's buddy we'll see i'm i'll be honest there's probably far more qualified and better people for it than me but we'll see we'll see where we end up we're all qualified and <laughs> honored to have you as my buddy <laughs> well we're already buddies we're we're actually people don't know this but we're now best friends nice <laughs> and i'll take this virtual if you are not attending Summit and you want a buddy in the PowerShell community connect you with people to be someone to ask questions to or maybe introduce you to certain things, you can hit me up. I'll do it outside of Summit. Um, just for the people who are listening who aren't attending Summit, I want to make sure we're inclusive of the whole community. And also, it should be noted that PowerShell Talks will be on YouTube. There's a GitHub repository that will include a bunch of the code from the talks as well. So... There's some stuff that's accessible. Yeah, that usually drops a month or two after Summit. And when those are live, we'll definitely bring it up on that podcast oh, yeah. just so people can go because the, the the talks are, are well worth watching. Several times, I think, personally. I feel like I always miss something. I go back and get a couple more uh, little tidbits out. <sighs> that's a great one because a lot of the content at Summit is higher level, like more advanced, I should say. And a lot of times with that type of content, if it's newer to you, or maybe you're not at that advanced level, for me, when I was in those shoes, and I still am in those shoes on many, many topics, I have to watch it a couple times because I have to kind of understand what they're going to say before they say it. Because when they say so many fancy words and concepts at once, my brain can't hold it. I have to get familiar enough with things to have like a working knowledge of it, rewatch and rewatch. But there are some that are just so jam-packed with awesomeness that I feel like I just watch them for entertainment. Like I have no actual desire to implement this, but it's so interesting that I just got to watch it. Well, maybe not even um, specifically to PowerShell, but it doesn't have to be, but what would be some like learning techniques to help you kind of digest, you know, taking those bites off of whatever, whether it's a module or uh, just anything really relating to IT. How have you uh, grasped and tackled stuff? do a project of some sort, solve a problem with it is what I like to do. Um, have some form of deliverable at the end is very helpful. Like you said earlier, it's kind of like your working knowledge base um, to something that has an output that you can refer to later. Yeah, I think everyone learns different, but for me, I can read or watch something all I want and I might retain it for the short term, but I'll lose it pretty quick if I don't turn around and put it into action in some way. So it's after, after you learn it, even if it's just on a home lab, just to see if you can duplicate what they did, it'll help you retain the information for sure. Yeah, that, that's, I agree. That's, that's how I have to do it too. Turn around and implement for sure. Implement and then hopefully maybe teach to your team or do like, oh, hey, it's our meeting. Let me get two minutes to show this real quick. Hey, here's what I did. If you need to blah, 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 just some, or even an internal document where you explain it, like having that final step of teaching it and explaining it for me is what really solidifies it. Um, now, not all projects offer that opportunity, but 
I really enjoy the opportunity to teach others and show them what we're working on. And uh, if you're on like a more general purpose help desk sysadmin team, it can be really good for camaraderie and to spread knowledge and to give someone else on your team the opportunity to say like, oh, hey, that's really interesting. Could you show me that more later? And then all of a sudden, maybe you have someone that you're teaching PowerShell to and who's kind of bought into your modules and all kinds of good stuff. Good tips for sure. What about you? What's been your go-to method? For implementing? Or just for, for learning, sorry, for making learning, sure that you, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like like uh, uh, like uh, Jordan has said, it's. Uh, I just feel like if I don't go and do it, I just I won't retain it as well. Um, quite honestly, uh, reading while listening to it really um, helps solidify it. And then also to writing that, writing it down, whether it's a blog post or uh, just a little internal KB. Reading while listening, shout out to Microsoft Edge for right click, read mm -hmm. aloud. That for me, I sometimes struggle with focus and that helps me focus so much more. Just being yeah, able to listen and read and it highlights the text too. So it's like, okay, my eyes are actually going to follow it this time. For sure. <laughs> that that definitely helps. Yeah, I, I feel it. Uh, those big, thick books are a little daunting at times. So the, the PDF and the reading while reading aloud is for sure a solid technique. Yep. For me, it's hard to keep that attention unless I'm super passionate about something. Then it's like, okay, I could definitely focus on this for a while. But otherwise, I have to kind of like finagle the focus. Sure. The day always catches up with you. It does. It does. <laughs> and lack of sleep. If you ever get lack of sleep, it's mm -hmm. boom. Your ability to focus deeply is inhibited. For sure. I, I am concerned I'm not retaining at all the way I believe I am because Andrew hit me up with the link to an old YouTube video from me where the end result wasn't what I wanted. I says, I'll just look up what I missed later. I don't remember shooting the video. I had no idea what, I was, what he was talking about. I had to rewatch the entire video because I don't, I don't even know what I did in it. <laughs> dude same i can't tell if it's been a rough few months or just but it seems like since 2020 man things are just different man um a friend of mine has the saying swiss cheese brain and that's what i feel like a lot of times man it's like mm. wait what this happened that long ago what happened and maybe that's like what being almost 30 is i need to kind of get used to this or i don't know Gotcha. I feel it too. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just because now I'm in an office job or office-related job or if it was uh, maybe uh, just the day catching up. But yeah, I feel it too. But hey, one thing I've learned on this podcast is that uh, all these different humans, they may appear so different on the outside uh, and have different accomplishments, but really there's so much in common. Like the just being a human gets you. And for me, I feel like I'm proof in some form to myself that like, hey, you can be an average person. And if you work hard and take that next step, you can end up in an amazing place. And I think that the PowerShell community is a, is a great way to facilitate that growth. And it's really fortunate because there's a lot of other industries and things like that that maybe wouldn't be as conducive to growth and kind of empowering you to be yourself and stuff. So very fortunate that, that we have that available to us in this community. I'm excited to see your growth in this community and see how the week impacts you and maybe some new friendships you make. I can't wait to make some new friendships myself. Um, should be, I think there was about double the people at summit this year than there was last year. Oh, which wow. Is great. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's just 2020 puts a hamper on things, I guess. Yeah. This sure. is uh, sure. we're, we're well on the path to full recovery, which is pretty awesome. Cause I, I think, 
I think they used to cap it at we won't take more than 400, but I think I yeah, said earlier, around, yeah, we're like 250 this time, which is yeah. twice before. So it should be interesting. And we'll definitely make sure to get a thank you at the end of it all. But, you know, thanks to everyone who works on putting forth PowerShell Summit, PowerShell Conference, EU, any in-person events, any user groups. Um, it takes a lot of work and so many people benefit from it and it creates relationships to lead to other things. It's just such an awesome, positive thing. And a lot of people have put a lot of work into these events. So if you see them, if you run across them, if you see them on social media, wherever, give them a thank you. Tell me you appreciate it. It goes a long way. I can speak, Jordan and I can speak to it as people who do content and public stuff a lot. Um, it really goes a long way when people give us genuine feedback and praise or just, just a, hey, good job. Keep doing what you're doing. So it's a free currency. Jordan, you got some heavy hitters today. You've been uh, sharpening the saw. Oh, the some serious questions. Man, I'm just, I don't uh -oh. know. These, these have been known to stump the savviest of veterans. And what we got here is we got a young up and comer. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's ready for the common parameters. What do you think? I'll do my best. Do you think you can handle the common parameters? All right, and this should all be fresh in your mind since your uh, your IT career is so sparkly and new. <laughs> What's one time something went wrong while at the job? How did you handle it? What did you learn from it? Um. Well, uh, one time uh, there was uh, on a somebody's laptop, a BitLocker was armed, and uh, I didn't know it. Uh, long story short, uh, we ended up uh, it, the computer ended up getting locked up, and we didn't have the key for it. So, um, you know, unfortunately, we had to uh, wipe it. But uh, other than just the downtime and reformatting um, to get the image back on and all that, uh, you know, just throwing the the backups back on, it wasn't too bad, but it was pretty embarrassing. So, definitely feel like I'm getting pretty apt at BitLocker uh, and all that. So that that would probably be my my standout so far. I'm sure there'll be many more to come. It's, that's it. what's exciting is there's a whole world of possibilities of mistakes we can make. <laughs> well, if you don't get out there, you know. Uh, Jordan, can I interject a couple of questions here? Absolutely. Okay. Um, just to kind of keep the theme of hard questions going on. Drew, what word rhymes with orange? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Morange isn't really a word. I can't think of one. Wow. Actually, there, there is a scotch that is Glenorange. So wow. whether you say it or not, I think you're on the right path. <laughs> alcohol reference. <laughs> we got food, we got alcohol with weird names. The one started podcast. <laughs> All right. This this next one is is uh is is gonna be a little bit unique where where you are just transitioning now to sysadmin with everything you know now in IT. What's one tip you'd give yourself a couple of years ago? Um, I think the biggest one would be just thinking down the road when planning just about anything. Then you have to be IT because uh, I think, you know, just transitioning from food service, breaking that cadence of, you know, getting something out in five, 10, 30 minutes was pretty tough. And I still struggle with it now. But I think um, I think just just really looking at the bigger picture. That is great advice. And you're living it too, because when we talked about the career path you wanted, you had several interests with nothing locked in, which I think was awesome. 
All right, and the last one. Are you ready for the last of the common parameters? I hope so. What are your three favorite modules? Um, I would have to say uh, I use uh, Doug Fink's um, Import Excel, of course. That one's uh, that one's pretty popular. Um, you know, reports, reports, reports. So it's always nice to have that. Um, automation, uh, automated lab. Um, I re rely heavily on VMs for testing. So um, you can avoid more issues if you test out of prod, of course. So um, I feel like that's a pretty big one for me. And then um, probably more recently would be of uh, Doug's uh, PowerShell AI. Um, you know, ChatGPT uh, is pretty pretty big, and uh, a lot of uh, things that are being implemented uh, with it are pretty awesome. So I would say those three plan? right now. What's that? Are you still using the free version of PowerShell AI, or have you bought the? No, just the free one for now. Yeah. Uh, on a, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I exceeded my quota. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Uh, did you get the paid then? I'm about to. Yeah, I need it. I'm sure it'll be well worth it. Oh yeah. My favorite about that module, which is fantastic, is Andrew took it next level, where he did uses I? the Git Dolly image to randomly generate an image, and then he pipes that into uh, Adam Bacon's module, which takes an image and makes it uh -huh. ASCII. So he, he he within one line gets a compute an AI generated image and converts it into an ASCII picture and it is pretty slick. It's fantastic to watch. The truth is, with PowerShell, you could do so many cool things with one line of code that I don't even keep track of all the cool like little like oh hey can you do this but boom like I kind of forgot that I did that. I also use the AI module to like generate a test CSV with whatever values. And then I imported CSV with that. And you can use that for other stuff. There's like a whole bunch of cool stuff, but yeah, PowerShell lends itself to so many cool little things that you can use um, and just quickly create, especially once you get kind of fluent with it. It's very enjoyable language, um, but for I'm sure. nerding out on it. Can I ask a question, a food question? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, if tomatoes are a fruit, is ketchup a smoothie? <laughs> uh, I guess as gross as it is to think about it in a way, yeah, because it had seeds. So anything with the seeds is a fruit. So uh, I, I don't know. The seeds are gone. If the seeds are gone, does it still make it a smoothie? I guess. But I, I, I would say, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would say that intelligence is knowing the tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing that it doesn't go into a fruit salad. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> one more. Can I get one more for old time's sake? Me? If you tr yeah, yeah, no, me. If you try to fail and succeed, <laughs> I like that, Jordan. Mm -hmm. which have you done? I want both of you to answer it. If you try to fail and succeed, what have you done? You learned. But have you failed or succeeded? You're, You're right. I like your answer. All right? you, I gave you a question. You gave a good answer. So. <laughs> I didn't even equip it that he just dude, look at that. It was right. It was just rapid fire. Dude, that wisdom. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. You're talking about it. Drew hit us with it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to see you. What we're uh, what, five days away. We can we can hang out in person. We can get close. a drink drink at the bar. I'm excited about this. This is gonna be a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it will be really good. I'm I'm still pretty nervous, but it will be a great time. Looking forward to all of it. Yeah, it it'd be weird if you we weren't nervous, but you're going in knowing <laughs> Andrew and and Andrew is the social butterfly of IT. Oh my gosh, those <laughs> are what I hear, dude. It's exhausting to me, man. I get exhausted doing person stuff. This is one hundred percent true. Last year, I gave one evening 
where I gave Andrew control of my schedule and I was in bed by 9 p.m. Because <laughs> I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so like my usual nights, usually pretty cashed out. Yeah, I mean, because b- before I think that before we're up till two a.m. ordering Grubhub French fry filled burritos. Wow! Just tell everybody all of our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty tasty. <laughs> Not bad. We've already been challenged to repeat the process, and uh, I'm in. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I'm excited that you get to experience someone for the first time. I'm excited to meet you in person, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next week where we can hear your thoughts of the the before and after yeah likewise well it's just been uh, it's, a, it's been surreal and an honor to be on the podcast as a listener too so thank you guys Absolutely. thanks for joining us jordan dude yeah. you're not about to end it right we got a show oh oh i gotta i gotta, gotta, gotta shill, line you up for the show you don't you know what to. i can just hit it you real quick here it is andrew take it away wow that's so smooth jordan thank you listeners for listening please like comment and subscribe on youtube and leave us a comment telling us about your favorite powershell module or command a little diversity there you can find us on twitter at powershell pod i'm on twitter at andrew Platek. jordan is at devops jordan and jordan what else do i need to tell him oh you can email us powershell pdq.com and thank you so much drew where can people keep track of you? Where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter as uh, McClellan Drew. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well as uh, just Drew McClellan. And uh, I do have a Wix, uh, um, but uh, it's uh, to be determined to move on to another website. So just Twitter and LinkedIn for now. Wait, you talked about your blog. You're not going to let us share that out to everybody? Well, you can share it out, but uh, it's just, you know, kind of in between blogs, working on uh, writing HTML for fun. And, uh, you know, the, the Wix one is there. So it's just under construction, all of it. You know what? Everyone who does a blog, it's nearly, it's so hard to make progress on a blog. It's so hard to make those decisions to switch. But hey, you got started. That's the biggest part. So if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten started, get started. Take that first step. Absolutely. Boom. Done. How's this for an ungraceful ending? (laughs) Thanks for joining the PowerShell Podcast with your hosts, Jordan Hammond and Andrew Plaw. The only device of its kind in the world. The PowerShell Podcast is a production of PDQ.com. 